It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. The biggest breaking news stories and outspoken opinion. The Breakfast Briefing with Julia Hartley Brewer on Talk Radio. Thank you very much indeed for joining me. It's an utterly miserable rainy day out there, certainly where I am. And I hope you're very better where you are. Uh, An awful lot to talk about, as there often is. And of course, we are still going to be following that manhunt uh, for the uh, killer uh, of uh, little Olivia Pratt-Corbel. And uh, of course, we've seen police saying that uh, people have been coming forward. We know that the man who was the target of that masked gunman who uh, killed Olivia and and, uh, shot her mother as well inside their own home in Liverpool on Monday night, that... uh, that man has been arrested in hospital because he wasn't the one who was actually uh, holding the gun. Uh, he was the one of the, one of the two targets of the other gunman. So we'll keep you up to date on any developments there. Lots more to talk about. And uh, we're going to be doing all the chat this morning with Brendan Chilton. He's chief executive of the Independent Business Network. Good morning to you. Good morning, Julia. Lovely to see you. Now, um, it's interesting, actually, to have you in representing uh, business um, because obviously this is a very big issue. And. And it is an issue that I think a lot of people have been ignoring, particularly a lot in the media being ignoring. I'd like to point out quite proudly that we here at Talk have not been ignoring this issue. And when we talk about energy bills and the cost of living crisis, and everyone always talks about the energy cap, the energy cap this, energy cap that, energy cap this. Friday, we're going to find out the next energy cap is going to be, what, around the 3,500, maybe even more, Mark, up from uh, 1,971. That number is imprinted on my brain now. Um, But there's no energy cap for businesses and, and particularly was. for small businesses whether it's a a, a cafe a restaurant we we're going to be talking to representative of you know the fish and chip shops a little bit later on all the takeaways whether it's a small retailer um, a pub um, a dry cleaners whoever it is small businesses are facing what 300% plus increases in their energy bills well the costs are unprecedented and i can remember back in january of this year uh, businesses in our in our network were saying to me brendan we're going to get inflation around 10 12 percent possibly higher and uh, economists who i work with as well were saying oh no no don't worry about it. it's not going to happen but of course businesses because they hadn't had this cap had seen this coming and they were yeah. getting those costs now and frankly uh, we're going to see a lot of businesses going out of action i mean that's reality and, and we spend all that money uh, you know tens and tens of billions of pounds i mean 400 billion in total fighting COVID, but tens and tens of billions of pounds of furlough and and those business loans and things like that to try and keep um, small businesses afloat particularly the hospitality industry Mm -hmm. as well and um, well you know um, 
tough, basically. It seems to be the other. I mean, we're going to have the Tory leadership hustings, but the penultimate one is tonight. I will be the host of that hustings tonight. And um, I'd love to hear from you, by the way, some questions uh, uh, you'd like me to ask. I only get about four for each of them uh, that I get to ask, opposed to the audience or the statements from the leaders. But I'd love to get some of your input on that. But I I want to ask you specifically about you know the, the cost of those higher energy bills which everyone is facing whether domestically whether it's whether in the public sector you know running a school running a hospital a, a care home um um you know we you know prisons i mean everybody's costs are going up sky high boris johnson yesterday on the independence day for ukraine six months uh, uh, to the day of the, the war being started by the invasion by russia on february the 24th and boris johnson uh, met with uh, president zelensky in kiev um, and he said look the public the british public have to endure higher energy bills as the price of freedom in Europe as the Ukrainians are paying in blood. I mean, it's got a point. I mean, life life is better here than it is there. Do you think most people in Britain, in Europe, around the world, are willing to pay that price? I don't think it's a question of whether they're willing to. It's whether they can. And at the moment, they're just not seeing the revenues coming into their businesses. And, of course, you know, taxes are at an all-time high, but government spending is not going as far as it once did. Mm. Uh, so I don't think it's a question of whether they're willing to, but whether they're able to afford to. That's the thing, isn't it? It's, yeah. Again, we've talked about this on the show many times. It's not, It's not. oh, I'll tell you what, I'll do a packed lunch and I won't get my Starbucks yeah. coffee. We're not at that level. No. We, are, we are at... We can't afford... The, I'm trying to explain... I talk to ministers about this often. Do you, do you get that people... They, they can't get a loan out for it. They don't have the money. Mm. It's not of like, oh, we won't get to go on a holiday next year. They don't have the money in their account. When that bill comes in, there's not going to be any money to pay it. So what are you going to do then? Are you going to cut all these people off? How many, you know, how many 80-year-olds are we going to see dying of cold? Yes, people die of cold every year. People die of heat every year. People die all Everything. the time. I mean, yeah. reality check. Um, but um, we are going to be seeing an awful lot of families really, I mean, struggling and simply not being able to pay their bills. Do you, do you think, do you get the impression that the government gets it? No, I don't think the government does get it because while you can make grand statements like, oh, the British people will pay higher energy bills yeah. while Ukrainian soldiers fight in the trenches uh, against the Russians, uh, there are things the government could do that they're not doing. Why hasn't VAT on fuel and energy been slashed? Why haven't the government lifted the moratorium on fracking to allow us in the long term uh, to have energy security? Mm. Uh, these are just two things the government could do yeah. this morning. Yeah, before. and make that difference. I mean, again, and, and again, every every little helps, you know, yes. to coin a phrase. Um, I mean, this is the thing. There are there are an awful lot of things in the intray for whoever is going to be the next Tory leader. It's, it's still, you know, what, a week and a half from that now? Um, uh, almost two weeks. I mean, it's it just tick-tock, tick-tock, let's get on with it. Um, and interesting, um, today we're going to see the GCSE students getting their exam results. In some ways you think, well, these are less crucial than A-levels because that's about people getting places at university or, or what, what they're going to do the rest of their lives. And of course now youngsters don't finish full-time educational training at 16 anymore. Mm. Um, but yet again, we're going to see grade deflation since the madness of the grades in 2020 and 2021, but still way above where we're going to be in 2019. We're talking about a a race for sixth form places because once again, you know, teachers have been predicted wonderful grades mm. and some views that actually a lot of youngsters are going to struggle doing A-levels because they, they think they're A-graders now or, you know, or B-graders and they're and, you know, with the best win in the world, they're not. Well, again, this comes back to something you and I discussed many times, which was lockdown. Uh, if you lock down the country... Did we lock down it? <laughs> we did. We, why did we never mention this on the show? We don't talk about it. Um, but it, we locked down this country, which led, as we said, to those inflated grades, students having in 
enormous disruption to their education. I know we now blame Ukraine uh, and the war there for energy prices, but we forget the sudden upsurge in demand after lockdown also led to shortages and inflation. Um, Unfortunately, we are in a big mess. Uh, And these poor students, okay, yes, GCSEs are not important as A-levels, but to them, it's the end of the world if they don't get the grades they want. No, absolutely. Um, So we need to give them the support we can. Yeah, we're going to talk to the school standards minister, Will Quince, just after uh, the the next break. Yeah, I mean, that that is, it it is a big issue. It's interesting, actually, um, the Spectator, and it's on the front page of the Telegraph today, but Spectator magazine have an exclusive interview with Rishi Sunak um, talking about what his role during lockdown um, and uh, and he's saying you know, it was wrong to empower scientists in the pandemic and talking about how he was basically banned from discussing the trade-offs at like the economic costs and all the meetings were um, you know basically just just about scientists we have to save lives and well hold on a minute what about what about schools what about this and that mm. I can vouch for the fact genuinely um I was talking to a lot of cabinet ministers and their staff during a lockdown period. I was doing a, a, a lot of trying to convince not just on air, but off air as well, the madness of these policies. And I do know for a fact this is not him saying it after the fact. I, I know that he was the only member of the quad, the four ministers. It was Michael Gove, Matt Hancock, Boris Johnson and uh, Richard who was actually saying, hold on a minute. This might not be a good idea. This is, you know, so and, and there were I'm, I'm, about a third of the cabinet were were fairly open behind the scenes that they thought this, these policies were insane. But, yep, they should have all spoken out at the time. I completely accept that. I, I mean, agree with that. But he's not just saying after the fact. But it's important that people do recognise, you know, the, the wrong decisions were made. Scientists who had only a grasp of one particular field, mm. and, and it would turn out in the case of Neil Ferguson, no grasp of anything in his field. Except that one thing. It's not possible. <laughs> you could you could literally just sort of throw policy ideas and, and throw statistics in the air and have a better chance of coming up with something accurate than Neil Ferguson does with his computer models. Mm. And, and these people basically... We're making decisions about all of our lives. And as you say, it's not just Ukraine that's pushing up gas prices and energy prices. We would be in an awful lot of this crisis if there'd been no invasion mm. of Ukraine. That's completely right. And and we forget, we, we blame it on Ukraine now, but we remember... No, they when, blame, it, they on blame it on Ukraine. They blame it on Ukraine, we don't. Uh, but the, the sudden upsurge in demand, uh, not just for fuel, but for also other goods in shops, there were shortages. Mm. Uh, people blamed it on Brexit, but it wasn't. It was because all of a sudden, the world economy that had been shut down for two years opened up and people needed to spend as it's, usual. Yeah, <laughs> Bizarre, isn't it? I mean, blaming things on Brexit. I've um, just mentioned Emily Maitlis. She's uh, done a, a big speech at the Edinburgh TV Festival, uh, basically about BBC neutrality. She's basically she's basically blamed the BBC for being too Tory. <laughs> I mean, just just laugh. I mean, Emily's she's lovely to have a drink with, but oh my lord. Well, unfortunately, in the real world. Yeah, there, there is a still a group of people that are, are deranged and believe that everything going wrong in the world today is because of Brexit. Unfortunately, she looks like she falls in that camp. The Breakfast Briefing with Julia Hartley Brewer on Talk Radio. Thanks for listening to the Julia Hartley Brewer Daily. If you liked what you heard, please subscribe and give me a good review. And don't forget to catch me on the Talk Radio Breakfast Show every weekday from 6.30 until 10. Even on a budget... Quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. 
Go to quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health-monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.